0: The following podcast is a Carolina boys production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to crime entertainment. This week's guest, you see here with us again, Derek Galanis. Now, Derek has a uh, very, very keen knowledge on, you know, jujitsu and other things and, and mixed martial arts. I think we talked a little bit about that in our episode. And unfortunately, Colin Crandall is dealing with a family uh, crisis. I don't want to divulge too much information, but you know, he couldn't join us for this week's or this month's uh, UFC you know, predictions. So Derek was kind enough to step in and help us out. And we very much appreciate that. Derek, welcome back to Crime and Entertainment, my friend.
1: Thank you, man. No, I listen, uh fight fight, uh combat sports are my passion. So anytime.
0: Right. Yeah. I know you had a book on that too. So I was like, well, if there's anybody that can step in and knock this out of the park, so to speak, I think Derek can do it. Um we got two F- UFC two ninety three coming up this Saturday. Uh are you excited about that? I'm, I think Israel, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but we'll go to the main event because that's usually what catches everybody's eye. Israel Adesanya is on top of his game, but Sean Strickland is doing a lot of trash talking. He's putting out a lot of videos on Twitter, picking it Izzy. I don't know if you've seen that stuff. Uh, what, what fight are you looking to the most on this card?
1: Well, I mean, I think everybody's looking at the Adesanya fight. You know, that's that's the topper. Um, look, it's a mismatch. You know, according to the press, they talk about it a lot. You know, Sean Strickland's one of those guys. And, you know, I was in the MMA game. I bounced around with Scrap Pack, Quest, um, Alliance affiliates for a while. And, you know, Strickland's a typical MMA guy. He's very, very tough. Um, but his actual skill level, um, as far as striking goes... Is limited, And it's right. his toughness that gets him by, Um, but, but he's about to take a step up. You know, when we saw what happened when he fought Pereira, Pereira iced him in about a minute and 30 seconds. So I expect it to last a little longer with Izzy. He doesn't have uh, Pereira's power, but right. yeah, at the end of the day, we all know what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: And you know, the odds right now are pretty heavy, you know, favored to Adesanya, And that's the tricky part when you go into betting these fights, you know, they don't have point spreads like you do in football games. You just have money lines. And, you know, I use the scores app to kind of look and I know different bookmakers have different odds, but Izzy's coming in at minus 650. Now for the betting public, most people understand what that means, but for people that don't, if some, if a fighter's minus 650, you have to wager $650 just to win a hundred. So pretty steep considering a right hand, a perfect right hand can can change about anything. you know um, Sean Strickland is actually plus 450. So if you go to put a 100 on him and Sean actually wins, you can win 450. A lot of people come up big like that last month with the O'Malley fight because O'Malley I think was about a 200 underdog. And so, if anybody puts some coin and change on him, you know they double their money. Um, I don't think that'll happen here, but you know it is a UFC fight. One right hand can change everything. But with the main event, and we'll just work backwards on this one since we've already kind of covered it. I don't see Israel Adesanya losing this fight unless he just gets really, really sloppy. But I think what could be key, like you said, uh, the other fight, what ended in the first round against Pierre, yeah. So. I'm thinking I may go, because these are five rounds fights when it gets to the championship fights. I may go that it don't go the distance, and I might possibly throw a little something down on the second and third round. Um, I know Izzy's not necessarily known for you KO know, a lot of people. A lot of times he would just beat them up and consistently you know, smack them around for five rounds, but I'm thinking a second or third round, he can maybe take this fight out because Strickland could try to start to go you know, overextend himself because he's losing the first two or three rounds or, you know, at least the first two and then maybe get caught with something. So I may try that, but definitely I think on, I don't know. I don't think this fight goes the distance. I think Strickland gets over in panics.
1: I think you're right. And the reason is Strickland's a grinder, right? He comes forward and he forces the fight. Well, you're going to force fight against a really technical, uh, standup fighter. Like Izzy. eventually you're going to go might, might not be first round like Pereira, but I think you, you've called it exactly. Eventually he's going to drop. Right. All right.
0: Now the opener fight here we got is Tyson Pedro. And I don't want to butcher this guy's last name, but we're just going to go Anton T. That's the opener fight. Now, this is a pretty even uh fight here. The odds are pretty even. Anton's eight and two. Tyson is nine and four, so not too far difference. What are you seeing on this fight here? What's some background on this fight?
1: Well, you know, the the cool thing about Tyson is like Tyson Fury, he was named after Mike Tyson. Uh he's also the brother in law of Tui Chuabasa, who's on the co main on the car. I was about to say, yeah, he's co main. Uh, yeah, black belt in Kempo, black belt in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, black belt in Japanese jiu-jitsu. Now, that all having been said, he was 4-0 before he stepped into UFC. Now he's something like 9-4. and yeah. And, you know, look, a lot of these guys, uh, their star rose because of Whitaker, right? Whenever you're in a country, you want to put the stars in that country on the line. So he entered the UFC, and he's about a 500 fighter now. Um, And he can thank stars like Whitaker and Adesanya, for, you know, making Australia, a, you know, a hotbed of MMA where they come. And I mean, they've even had shows in Perth, like the West coast, the mining area of Australia. So, you know, look, Australia is a hotbed now and he's enjoying it. Uh, so we'll see how he does, man. He's, he's 500 so far. Um, he's a tough guy and he's fighting in his hometown.
0: Yeah. Um, that'll be, I mean, like I said, an even money too. So, well, uh, I think. Anton might be a, a, a slight favorite at minus minus one twenty, Um, but yeah, that'll be an interesting fight, man. I don't know a ton about either one of these guys, so I'll probably take a pass on that fight. If I do throw something down, probably be a little light, something on Anton T, uh, you know, to be honest, um, above that, we got Justin Tafa and Austin Lane. Now this looks like it could be a pretty good fight. Austin Lane's coming in with an impressive record at 12 and three, Justin six and three. So you know, I, right now I'm looking at Austin as the, you know, probably the favorite on that one. What do you think?
1: So, uh, Justin is exactly like Tyson, right? He entered the UFC undefeated three and now he's six and three. So he's a 500 fighter in the UFC. And just like Tyson, he owes, uh, Adesanya and Whitaker for building up Australia and giving him a place to showcase himself. Um, now that has been said, and this is just like Anton from the last fight, Anton and Austin, are both coming off Dana White Contender Series. Right Now, one of the things about coming into the UFC when you're not in the big show, and I don't consider the Contender Series really the UFC, it can be a big stage. Um, You know, Anton's gone 0-2 so far. Austin Lane, it's his first UFC fight. So we're going to see, I mean, usually those guys gas out. Justin top has been there. You know, he's had uh, at least three fights there so far, actually six fights gone 500. So I think Justin probably has the edge because he has the experience. There's a lot of people who gas their first time in the UFC cage, right. you know, and you can name a million people who have done that. So that, that's the way I see that. I see Justin having a home field edge and, uh, you know, he has the experience in the UFC cage.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I like Austin obviously because of the record, but the thing is here, I like to pick I love underdogs in in the UFC. I like to see the underdog win. And Austin is actually the underdog here. He's at plus one seventy five. So, you know, almost doubling your money there if you put it on him to win. I do see your point in the gassing, though. It's a different animal. It's a different type of thing from that contender series to the octagon on a pay-per-view. You know, just that is going to have you breathing heavier, just that alone, not even counting the physical aspects of the fight. So it all depends on how he handles himself in there with his breathing. And that's a key thing when you're talking about going into that cage.
1: There is, there is one other thing about Austin, you know, he was, uh, and we've seen a lot of this now in the UFC He was a pro football player. Um, and and those guys do okay, but they they never have hit the top so far, right? right. Football's a much different sport than combat sports. Obviously, we've seen a lot of wrestlers hit the top, you know, Brock Lesnar being one of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know, I don't think that Austin or any of those football players are gonna <laughs> hit the top anytime soon. Right.
0: Now the next match coming up, we got Felipe DeSantos against uh I guess that's Manel Cappy.
1: 18? Yeah, I'm not going to butcher it either, man, yeah, but I, I, I know who he is. Some
0: of these names are hard, man, but 18 and 6 for Manel and Felipe Santos right here. I've got him undefeated right now at 7 and 0. Oh. That's going to be an interesting fight. Now, he is the, uh, the underdog here, I believe.
1: Yeah, I mean, Felipe is a late replacement for Kai Kara France, right? Yeah. Kai Kara France has been an interim title challenger. He's top of the flyweight division. Uh, Cape, or whatever, however you pronounce that last name, is a fighter from Angola, you know, a Portuguese Angolan fighter, um, which is really cool to have in the UFC. He fights out of, out of Phuket, Thailand. So that's why, you know, he's fighting over there in Australia. That's, that's close to his home in that right. Oceania area. Uh, uh, obviously, Cape is the uh favorite. I mean you haven't told me that yet but yeah. I know it. Yeah, so. he's
0: about a um, 4 4 to 1 favorite so it's 4 -415 for him. So as we explained earlier, if you're looking to lay money down on him, you got to risk 400 to win 100 if you're talking about an outright win.
1: Yeah, and, and but look, he's, he's been on the big stage in Risen, which is the big promotion in Japan now, and and he did just like what we talked about. He lost his first two fights in UFC, but now he's on a three-fight winning streak, so that's over. Those, those bugs, those nerves are worked out, and I will tell you something else, Wade. I really think that Dana White, Sets up people coming from outside. Remember, Eddie Alvarez came in from Bellator champ. Set him up against Donald Cerrone, um, and and he lost that first fight. Didn't stop Alvarez from eventually winning the title. But Dana likes to welcome people to the UFC in nasty fashion, as if they don't have enough problems getting used to the cage. So look, Memo uh, Cape is beyond that now, and I don't expect Dos Anjos so Santos. To do anything to him but look look some of those brazilians they've been fighting their whole life and maybe he surprises us
0: yeah it'll be an interesting woman that that's one that you know might be worth throwing a little something down on felipe he is undefeated he's about a three to one underdog so from my notes here 315 so lay down a 100 you can come out with 315. um you know there's some good chances for some underdogs here in this fight uh, a lot of people love to go to favorites when you're talking about UFCs, and most people do. But when you're talking about the kind of money, like I said, wagering 400 or 600 to win 100, sometimes it's just not worth it. So you got to figure out a different way to go. You know, what, maybe if a fighter's prone to getting more submissions, or if you think they're, you know, more prone to getting KOs, they're not going to reach the, all the way to the end of the fight. Those are the kind of things you got to look at. Now, a real interesting fight we talked about earlier. You said Tyson was actually kin to, to up here. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. So he's fighting Andrew, uh, Alexander Volkov, excuse me. That's going to be a fight, man, because, is it Taya? Or how do you pronounce that name? Uh,
1: Taya Taya.
0: Yeah, Taya. I've seen him fight. That is a tough dude.
1: Yeah, no, listen, so Tai Tuovasa is one of my favorite fighters to watch, without a doubt, right? And I had a Samoan uh, sparring partner named, or I was his sparring partner named Carl Sumanatafa for years. And those Samoan guys, you can hit them with a brick, right? And they will keep on coming, and that's who Tai Tuovasa is. Um, But all that having been said, Wade, like, Tai Tuovasa is like most Samoans. He's relatively short for the heavyweight division. Um, and his three of his five losses have been to really long Russian or Eastern European fighters. Mm-hmm. And in Volkov. He's got an Eastern European fighter that is very long, that is peaking. He's on a, I think, a two fight win streak. Um, has beaten a lot of guys like Tuavasa, Marcin Tabura, the Polish uh, fighter. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a tough fight for Tuavasa to win, but guess what? It's going to be a lot of fun while it goes.
0: Yeah. And Volkov, I think, is 36 and 10. So he's almost getting close to doubling the fights that, uh, Tulvas has had he's only had 15 fights he's 15 and five so the experience definitely on Volkov's side money wise uh is actually a 200 uh underdog so wager 100 win 200 if he can come through Volkov is 245 um I think this is a show man UFC 293 I think this is a show where we could possibly see a few upsets uh I don't think we mentioned earlier the main event I don't think we see Adesanya get upset. But I believe out of these other four fights, you could probably have two upsets in this, the way these guys are matched up. I really believe that. I'm looking forward to this fight. Um, If I had to take anything away from this, I'm really looking forward to see how Adesanya comes back in after his huge uh, last win and see. You know, that's the key, how fighters come back in and perform after a huge win. Same thing in football. You know, I don't know if you're a big football fan, but you watched last week, Colorado uh, which was Deion Sanders' team, surprised everybody, knocking off TCU at home, or in TCU, excuse me, on the road. Now they're playing at home this week against Nebraska. That's a prime opportunity for a letdown. Sometimes when you have a big emotional game or a big emotional contest, then you start feeling yourself drinking your own Kool-Aid, if you will. You can have a letdown. Fighters tend to try to not let that happen as much as a whole football team, but it's still possible. It's still it's still something you have to keep it back in your mind, but I don't think Izzy is going to let that happen. I do believe he handles business, and I think he takes care of business. Uh, you know, in the third, I don't think it goes to the fourth or fifth.
1: No, almost, almost for sure, it, it, like Strickland. That look, his level of striking is so much below, and he can get away with grinding on MMA guys because most MMA guys, their level of striking is not there. With that Asanya, we know it is, so oh, yeah. he's going to have a long night.
0: Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. Derek, thank you for stepping in here and doing this again. We want to give all our wishes and uh, prayers to Colin and his family. Hope everything, uh, you know, just just works out for him the best it can. And we certainly, uh, you know, extend our deepest uh, prayers to him and, and during this time. And, Derek, thank you for stepping on the show and uh, giving us your picks, man. Hopefully uh, we can take your advice, my advice, and uh, go make a little money this weekend.
1: All right, buddy, anytime. And everybody, read my book, War in the Light, if you love the fight game.
0: Absolutely. We'll stick that in the uh, show notes here so they can go get it a uh, link straight to it there, my friend. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am Hollywood Wade. That was Derek Galanis, and this was a Better on the Bookmaker for UFC 293. We hope everybody makes some money. We'll see you next week on Crime and Entertainment. Derek, we'll see you, my friend.
1: All right, brother.